When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another edition of Showtime with Coop. Insightful BS, anchor teammates, and NBA legends. And today, we're going to talk about the playoffs. Thank God they're here. What a great game last night, Ari. The play-ins are, I actually like that format. I like the way it's going. Um, for the seventh seed, you got to play. Winner goes on. So it's kind of like a double elimination. Kind of like college, but what it does for me is it makes it exciting. It makes all these teams from 7 to 10 to 11, uh, helps those t- you, you keep playing because it's an opportunity for you to get into the playoffs. And uh, what a great way for the NBA to come up to make this even more exciting. Yeah, I was going to ask you your thoughts on the, the play-in tournament, and if you like it, um, obviously nobody thought the Lakers would, the defending NBA champion Lakers would be in a position to have to play in the play-in. So, yeah, it, it's, I think it's cool. I mean, it, it, the part that I don't like is you have half the league, you have, you have more than half the league making the playoffs. Now you basically have 20 teams out of 30 making the playoffs. Now this isn't making the playoffs. You got to win these to get in, but still you're, that's you've got great. 20 out of 30 fantastic. teams, that's 20 fantastic. out of 30. You know what? what we're going to get now is we're going to get uh, another new thing. You know, use this like a, a number eight seed uh, wins the championship. You get a play in team comes out of nowhere to win a championship. That's going to be great. I think that's it. That's what the Lakers are about to do. About to say, the Lakers, the only, no team is going to do it. Because teams are usually, what is the seven or the eight? You know, the lowest seeded team to ever win a finals was the, in the modern era, was the Rockets when they were the sixth seed. So if the Lakers do, it'll be the first time ever it's been done by a team lower than the sixth seed. Well, that organization is always great for doing first of everything. We're the best. We've got the most championships. We've done kick the Celtics ass all this time. And we're going. So why not? Why not go from second to, to seven in a month and a half slide, find and end up playing for that eight, seven seed. You win it in the play-ins and now they're going to win the championship. But you know what? The thing about last night's game, which was a great game. I, I really enjoyed that. It was a fantastic NBA game. But it was I was a very worried, game. like I said, about, Steph Curry, uh, I think the thing with him is he diverted too much to me. I think he should have got his game going early. But you know what? That team played well. I thought the Lakers, uh, I don't think that they did this on purpose, but they had a lot of people shooting the ball that shouldn't have been shooting the ball. And they hit some, but it worked out for them in the end where they didn't. And I think that's what that's why the Lakers were able to catch up in that third quarter and take it on in. Yeah, you know. It, I mean, maybe I've just my confidence and faith in LeBron in this particular game where like, I just, I just never thought the Lakers were going to lose. Even they were down 15 at halftime. They were down 12 in the third quarter. I just, I never felt like the Lakers were not going to win that game at any point. Well, I don't think it was for me. It wasn't about LeBron. It was about Caruso who came and played a very good basketball game, made some, some bonehead plays at the end, try to drag out a block, but he kept the Lakers. Oh, he played fantastically. And yeah. And by far, the Lakers are a better team. You, you got to give them that. They're a better team from top to bottom. Uh, but it, this, this game was not about LeBron or AD. Yes, LeBron hit the game-winning shot. 
Yes, AD did some good things to get back in. And when they call up that big slam dunk to put him over the top, those are good. But you got to look at them role players. I thought Kuzma, again, does some weird things, but he played extremely well for them. I thought KCP hit some early shots that really kept him. Schroeder, who struggled, but I thought he, especially in that third quarter, hit some big shots to get him going. And when you have, that's why it's called team basketball. Uh, everybody can't, you know, the stars, you want them to shine all the time, but it's them role players that get it done. I thought the Lakers role players held the ship up for LeBron to be who he is and hit that big shot. Yeah. So, okay. So a couple of sequences in this game, but first I want to talk about an anniversary of sorts because I'm going to tie it back into a sequence in this game. Okay. So um, on May 20th, this day, as we're recording it, I think it was 1994. There was the Scottie Pippen dunk over Patrick Ewing where he like he dunked over him and then pushed him down and then walked over him. You know what I'm talking about with Scott when Pippen did that. So it's the anniversary of that. So now, first of all, that's a, that's a, like a flagrant two. You're probably kicked out of the game today. Right. If, if oh, Scott, for sure, for if sure. Scott who does that, but then, so then I go to LeBron dunk on Draymond Green where Draymond, it's a hard foul, but LeBron's like, like he was like, he had been killed or something. He's rolling around on the ground. And I mean, it's everybody's worried. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just it's just the nature of the beast of the NBA. I mean, you guys had like tell me kind of some of the some of the fouls that you committed or had committed on you in some of these series. Way harder than those fouls than the foul we saw last foul, though. That was a tough foul, but I love the way the <laughs> NBA worked it out. <laughs> they worked it out, and it became just a common foul. You know what? Again, it's who doing the fouling. And I totally. really do believe that's when they go to that rewind tape and they look at, okay, let's say if it's uh, Steph Curry doing that, that. Well, Curry's not a bad guy. I mean, he's not going to, you know, so oh, it's a common foul. Draymond Green, I guarantee they thought about giving that guy a flagrant, but you can't mess the game up because remember, he had already had a technical. You give him a flagrant, he's gone. Now you disrupt that whole game. I think that's why they came to that conclusion. But again, in looking at that. What was your rep, by the way, in there? Pardon me? What was your rep? Were you close to Draymond Green in that way? Or, or were you going to be more of the, they'll give you the benefit of the doubt because they know how good of a defensive player you were? Uh, I think they give you the benefit of the doubt because defensive player. The only thing I thought about that is that he really didn't make a play on the ball. He went totally. And it was a hard foul for sure. But put him in his face. And I think that was the thing. But sometimes it's how you react afterwards too you know yeah. like scotty dumps yeah. on patrick and he knocks him off and you step over him <laughs> then they know some action going on well had, had and you see lebron i mean uh, uh draymond after he did it he kind of looked down at him to see if he was all right and i think all of that played into it but i'm glad the referees didn't kick him out agreed uh, lebron act like he was dead falling on the ground and i know that's what i'm saying it was like get up lebron <laughs> But you know what? The superstar players, it reminds me of Magic. Whenever Magic did something, that got hurt. Oh, it was the end of the world. And things <laughs> But you know what? LeBron gets up and knocks down the free throws, and they take it on in from there. <laughs> and then that three, I mean, and, and he said after the game, he saw, like, three baskets that he was shooting at. So he said aim for the middle one. <laughs> hit the middle one. <laughs> hit the middle one. But, I mean, that, that's where it's, you know, I mean, as much as I, I rip on LeBron, you know, for for – you know, taking a dive like that and act like he had been killed. I mean, that's just a ridiculous shot and a ridiculous moment. And it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's what you expect from the great players in the greatest moments, right? I mean, that's the biggest moments, the greatest, you know, the, the greatest players step up to the task. And time and time again, that's what LeBron's done throughout his career. And this was no different. For sure. Uh, you know who made the bonehead play on that? Of all the people that made the bonehead play on that play 
was Steph Curry, who was on LeBron, and you turned and you walked away from him. Go back and watch that play. LeBron's way out. He doesn't close out? Huh? He doesn't close out? Oh, he closed out, but you never leave him to get the ball. That's a, a, a basketball one-on-one rule. I yeah, mean, yeah. Down the stretch, you make somebody else. I would have stayed out there with LeBron and make sure he didn't touch it because LeBron was backing away from the whole play. He backed right. up two steps. Steph turned and walked toward the basket, and the ball came out. And what else is LeBron going to do? He's going to knock it down like Curry would have did. So right, he, that's Steph rage. Ste- he 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 hit him with Steph rage. Yeah, I didn't exactly. realize it was- Steph did the dunce hat of the day for that play, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and how do you not have Draymond on him at that point in that moment? Well, you know, Draymond was underneath the basket with uh, AD. So somebody, the, the switch had happened, and it, you know, because they kept running that pick and roll up top and trying to get what they wanted. But again, I think, again, Steph not being a defensive player, he doesn't understand that rule that he stayed close to the shooter. And again, LeBron, what a shot, though. I mean, he struggled the whole game. You could see, uh, especially in that fourth quarter where he hit the little jumper from the left side, then he drills another jumper. Uh, you have to expect that that one's going to go in. I questioned it because, and again, I, I questioned it only in a sense because I didn't think he was going to hit it, but he had to do it because shot clock running down. It was three, two, one, you got to get a shot up. And you know what? He's an all-time legendary player. He got that, he got, you know what? That's that Laker that Laker magic, uh, Magic Johnson, Kobe, Jerry West stigma on him right there. You know, last second shot, Jerry against the Knicks, throws one in from half court. In today's game, that would have won the game. But back then, it just sent the game in overtime. That's what LeBron has, has been bestowed upon himself, is all that Laker aura about him. What do you think of Draymond as a defensive player? Don't sit on the sidelines. Get in on the action at exclusive partner betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code CLNS50 to get your 50% bonus. That's 50% extra cash at sign up with code CLNS50. Get insights into all the NBA action across the season, plus all sports professions, collegiate as well as pop culture, and even reality television wagering. Don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the fun, in-season action at BetOnline. Don't forget to use my special Michael Cooper promo code of CLNS50 to get a 50% sign-up bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline today at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. What do you think of Draymond as a defensive player? Like, Do you think he's... Does he have the the coop seal of approval of his defensive player? He does, he uh, for sure. Uh, big time double stamp. The one thing that Draymond could do that a lot of us and there were some great players in the eighties, sixties, and seventies, or so, so forth. But L- Draymond can legitimately, legitimately defend all five positions. Yeah, yeah. I could only defend three, sometimes four when Boston went small. There's no way I could deal with Robert Parrish or Artis Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could I could mess around and fuck Bill Lambert up. I can whoop <laughs> uh, Rick Mahorn's fat ass. All that's good is just get around him. But these other guys are too big. Draymond can get down there and mix it up with them. And that's why, to me, he's probably, and this is not excluding myself and many others, but he's probably, in this day and age, the best defensive player in the game because he can get up guard ones and stay with them. Get the twos, get the threes, get the fours, and he can definitely guard five. So he get a double stamp from me. Yeah, that's a ridiculous. You're right. I mean, it's ridiculous for him to be able to, you know, defend LeBron at times, defend Anthony Davis. I mean, it, it's it's impressive. Okay, All so right, let me ask you a question. Go, go ahead. Sorry. I, what do you think of uh, AD's game? 
I was a little, little leery on him, but what's your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, he took 24 shots. He got 25 points. So, I mean, that's the first thing that stands out. He also, I mean, look, he's going to affect the game in a lot of ways, but he even listen to some of the quotes he said after the game, you know, he, he seemed like he was tentative. Like, you know, it was one of those things where I can't remember the exact quote he had, but it was more like, you don't want him thinking like that. You know, you don't, you can't be, you can't have that mentality of like, I don't know. I was a little leery and it was, you know, it, it, he just seemed tentative. Some of the shots he took, it looked tentative. I mean, early on, everybody did, but even him late in the game, he just, he was not on his game. I mean, it, if they get a, a 25 point, 24 shot performance from him, you know, it, it's going to be, it's tough to think that that kind of a performance can translate into an NBA championship for this team. They need him to be more efficient. And I think some of the quotes after the game from him were like, yeah, he was a little bit tentative, which is the last thing you want. Well, what he showed me yesterday is that if LeBron goes down, Lakers' chances of winning a championship drop to like below 50% because AD is not that. If you notice the first, his first three possessions, he tried to get the ball down low and go on Draymond and Draymond was locking his ass up and banging on him. And that sent him onto the perimeter. And granted, that's the one luxury you got with AD. He can work from the inside as well as the outside, but his outside game was very efficient last night. In the second half, he had a lot of people driving and kicking to him for dunks, but it wasn't like him getting down that low post, turning and doing work. Now, he did it a couple of times, but Draymond wasn't on him. What I saw was a player that does not have the ability to carry a team to a championship. And yes, they won last year because AD is a vital piece to it, but they don't win a championship unless LeBron is on that court playing good basketball. AD's numbers are impressive. 42 minutes, 10 for 24, 25 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, I think he should be a little bit more animated and blocking shots, but he is who he is. Uh, But again, what I saw from him last night is not enough. And you got to understand this made LeBron – God forbid that he may re-injure his ankle. He may get in foul trouble. He may foul out of a game. If, if he fouls out, can we count on AD with what we have in a championship game against, uh, let's say, Brooklyn? I'll throw them out there, which I don't think they're going to get there, but that's a whole other story. Let's say uh, Brooklyn, I don't think the Lakers can win. I think the Lakers can win more so with LeBron than AD but they need both of them to win the championship. But I'll take my chances with a LeBron without AD and LeBron out there at full speed and healthy. I would rather go that way than go without LeBron and just AD. Is this, was this game fool's gold a little bit coop? How difficult is it? I mean, LeBron missed 26 of the last 28 games. AD's missed a ton of games. How difficult is it for these guys to just pick it up and, and, you'll have that chemistry together, even though does it translate season over season or is it one of those things? Once you get in a season, there's sort of a new chemistry that you have to develop with guys. Well, I think the chemistry has been developed. It only gets better when everybody is together and playing, rolling into the playoffs. It gets disrupted. I think the chemistry is still there, but it gets disrupted when a vital piece is missing or in this case, LeBron's missing and AD's missing. I think, and I don't think this was full goals. I think this was meant to be. I think the Lakers need these games here. This is a great game where I think they got all the tools going now. Uh, yes, I think this was important because had they got into the playoffs, you got, what, two or three days off? Well, Lakers don't need any more days like that. They need these guys playing. 
you can't get in practice what you get in the game. Uh, you have the camaraderies there, the togetherness, the, the uh, chemistry starts sealing itself, but they need on-court time action. You're not going to play LeBron in practice. Y'all go full court and practice. No, you don't want to get hurt there. So I thought this was important for the Lakers to get this type of game because you can see the chemistry coming back. And I think if they keep this, uh, Charles Barkley said the other day on TNT, he goes, this was a must-win game for the Lakers because the Lakers would rather see Phoenix than Utah. Yeah. And I have to agree with them. I think the Utah game is going to be a difficult, would have been a difficult game for the Lakers because you got a team that's rolling. And, and again, to me, yes, home court advantage plays a little bit. But if you're going to win a championship, and Pat Riley used to tell us this all the time, championships are won on the road. You're going to have to go on the road and split one. So, I, But in that case, I would rather play Phoenix because I think Utah is, is – is, uh, they have their nose to what it takes to win a championship. The only two teams in the West that truly, truly, truly understand how to win a championship that's in the playoffs. Clippers. Are, are the, uh, no, not even Clippers. Are the Lakers and Golden State. Those are the only two teams that really know how to win a championship. You don't think the Clippers do with Kawhi? If the Clippers knew how to win a championship, they wouldn't have got beat by Denver 3-1, up 3-1 last year. They don't have it. They're trying to learn it, and they're trying to get it together themselves. So I think those are the two teams. So – uh, Phoenix is going to be a good test for the Lakers, but it'll be a test of where they can really get their game going. Uh, I, I feel bad for Chris Paul. Where, say that again. I feel bad for Chris Paul. He guy, his entire career has just been tough breaks, you know, and he has this great team this year with Phoenix, a major surprise year. It's like, well, you're not getting out of the first round again <laughs> because the Lakers are going to beat him. I mean, Lakers no whoop your ass, man. <laughs> that, that's, that, that, listen, that's a four, one series. I see that point. Maybe 4-2. I'll extend it, but I think Phoenix is good enough to possibly win one in L.A. and maybe one at home. But they're not going to win more than that that anymore. You mentioned something about experience and knowing how to win championships. And I I think the NBA is the only sport where it matters, and it matters a ton. I mean, look at, like, Major League Baseball, the NFL, their sports. You have inexperienced teams that win all the time. But in the NBA, there is steps. Your team has to grow, figure out the grind. You know, why do you think that is? Because and and the championship teams, their coach understands that 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 is very important in the NBA because you got to get everybody to buy in. You know, you got that guy that that eleven, ten, nine guy that's disgruntled because he haven't played, and that's going to be what Portland's problem is. Carmelo is not happy, but he's putting up a good game face because you know what. And he has to understand that ain't your team. They bought you to add to that piece, so you have to suck it up. So it's teams it's crazy, like that. isn't it? It's crazy, I mean, isn't it? It's crazy, isn't it? it I mean, is. he's been and out of the league because of this, and he still doesn't get it. He still doesn't get it. And that's why Portland will never win a championship. But as I was saying, it goes back to the coach. The coach yeah. got to get everybody to buy in and understand what it takes. And also, it helps with your key players. LeBron, now AD has a championship under his belt. Uh, those two players. Now you can start commanding the other guys. Hey, y'all, this is what we got to do. You got to start talking. But as I said, the Lakers got that core group. So Winning a championship in the NBA is very, very difficult. And I'm with you more so than NFL and, and the Major League Baseball. Uh, but it's very tough uh, because it's also a physical grind, too. You got to, you know, we do more running than both of those sports put together. And we're constantly in motion. And I think that makes it even more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So you think they've got 16 more wins in them? You think this old team? It's not Lakers? old, but LeBron's old. Uh, yes, this, this is easy. This will be a good test for them. I got 16 more this. though to win a championship. 
I, I actually would like the Lakers to extend this series if they could to extend it to six games, five, five or six games, because they need to play. And, and the more LeBron plays and get in shape, the more AD play and they start getting their chemistry together, then Coach Volker can start doing his substitution the right way. You get other people to fall back into their position. Kuzma got to fall back into where he was last year. Caruso, all of these guys have to fall back in their position to get comfortable playing it. And, and that's going to happen in this Phoenix series. Now, when they come out this Phoenix series, they're going to be on charge then. It's going to be, it's going to be ass whooping for everybody else all the way to a championship. So who do you you think Lakers get? Who do you think they'll play in the NBA in the in the Western Conference Finals? I'm just curious for your thoughts on that. Western Conference Finals. So they split. They go the opposite now, right? Because Utah and Phoenix go the other way. So yep. it's going to be they're going to see Utah on the Utah? other end. Yeah, I think they'll see Utah, but they'll be ready to play them by then. It could be the Clippers, though, right? Could be because they I see, if, I, if, I, if the Clippers see, beat the Jazz. I don't see anybody, I don't see anybody on the West beating the Lakers. I just don't see it. I think if the Clippers get there, it's going to be so much uh, anxiety, so much uh, talk, so much uh, looking forward to uh, uh, their owner bombers going to want. It's going to be too much on them to bear. You know, you talk about the city of Los Angeles. Okay, we're picking two teams. The Lakers always been there. Last year we supposed to do. It's going to be just too much stress on them. And the Lakers, I think that stress will wear them down. How I think Kawhi is going to play well, but will Paul George play well? How great would that be for the city of L.A.? I think it would be fantastic. And by that time, hopefully they'll be letting fans back into the arena again on a major level. Because I think there was 6,000 at the game last night, which I love because they got the little banners up to cover up the, the probably the, what, the first 25, 30 aisles. So you can't get close to the team. I think the players need that closeness and that um, that energy from the crowd. And I was going to ask you, then, how, how much different is it to have a crowd as a player? Oh, it's a big time difference. That's why they call it home court advantage. I mean, it's, it's, uh, the difference is when you go to Boston Garden and the fans are about, what, five feet behind you when you're sitting on the bench and you go to the sideline over across and they're like three feet closer to you and they're yelling at you and you can feel their hot, berry breath and you can feel that, that uh, venom coming from them about hating the Lakers and per- we hate purple. It's just, it's amazing, man. And it just kind of gets to you if you kind of let it. And we shook it off a couple of times, but the fans make a big, big time difference. I can guarantee somebody that missed the fans more than anything is that Portland team. Their mm. fans was rabbit up there. Yeah. All right. So what's your official pick for, uh, for the Lakers and Suns? Six games or five games? I, I'm going to go, I, I, I want to go six. I think it's going to go five. I'll say five games with the Lakers and they'll move on to whoever they're seeing on see next. Uh, interesting series is going to be that Portland Denver. That's going to be a very good series. I think, um, uh, who, 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 who do you think wins and who do the Lakers want to face more? I I really believe this. I think the Lakers want to see if they could see the Clippers in the Western conference finals. Yeah. I think they would want to see that, but I, I do believe that Utah has been playing good enough basketball to get to the Western conference finals. But I'm talking about the next round. If you mentioned the Denver Portland series, it'll be a good one. That's the six three. That would be who the Lakers would play if they get past Phoenix, yeah. which I agree. I think I agree with you. I think they'll get. I think they'll get it in five. It'll be a good lesson for a young Suns team. Yeah. And I, then, I think they would want to see Denver. Portland is a big problem for them. Portland always gives it to them, and CJ McCollum comes up. Uh, they had the Lakers on the ropes uh, in the, in the bubble and let in them the off. Then. Yeah, yeah. So 
Portland is almost prime. Uh, they, I think with their new additions that they picked up is going to really help. And uh, what's the big guy name to come off the bench? Um, uh, the big center uh, from yeah, the OKC. Uh, oh, he comes right. in and plays well. I think that's a big dilemma. So, yeah. But all, I, I think every game that you're going to see this year uh, is going to be good in the West. I think the East is going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to uh, the NBA playoffs starting on Saturday, right? The 22nd. Yes. Yeah. You're not talking about Nurkic, right? Are you not talking about Nurkic? Nurkic? But, uh, um, Powell? No. He's number Covington? 11. Who? Covington? No. no. Oh, Ka- oh, Cantor. Yeah, yeah. And it's Cantor. Cantor, yeah. Cantor. Yes. I mean, he, you see the numbers he put up in rebound. Didn't he have a 30 rebound game this year or something like that? Yep. 25 yep. or something? And I think that's new. Uh, the Lakers, and see, they don't have anybody behind them. That's where uh, Drummond is going to be a big piece for the Lakers because if you're going in with uh, mm. uh, Marquette, not Marquette, but uh, yeah, Harold. Harold can't play big centers like that. He might be able to get a little scoring, but he does nothing against him as far as rebounding. So that's going to be different. But we got to get by Phoenix first. Then we'll, we'll the next uh, podcast, we'll get by them, okay? All right. All right, there you have it. Another episode of Showtime with Coop. Our next episode, we are going to have a special guest. I'm not going to give his name away, but you're going to really enjoy him. And that's a wrap for this one, Ari. Showtime with Coop, insightful BS by my Laker Laker friends and NBA legends. And my boy, A.T., we out of here.